Ciao, Bella. I am Oceana Fortuna, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit to embrace the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. And may good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Ulis Carlson about her new book. Twelve years ago, Ulis was completely burned out, deeply depressed, and suicidal. She woke up every night at 2.47 with horrible nightmares and in complete panic, which was a miserable way to live. And she talks about this in her autobiography, 2.47, The Journey Home to My Heart. Finally, she had to choose between life and death, and she chose life, or life chose her, as she says. Today, she shares her 28 years of experience and embodied wisdom from the heart. From traditional Western and Eastern holistic disciplines, Ulis works with holistic health, personal development, and inner leadership as a spiritual teacher, international author, public speaker, and yoga teacher therapist. This takes her around the globe from her home in Sweden to work with women of different ages from all walks of life to spread increased consciousness. Ulis helps clients transform frozen emotions into flow, freedom, being present with what is to create a happier, beautiful, juicier, and a more conscious, loving world for all of us to live in. Her latest book is Holy F-Word and Sacred Water. The Secret Connections to Everything. She conveys the idea that life is a multidimensional journey to master empowerment, freedom, and flow in our everyday lives by unifying our inner spark with sacred water. And that is the magical life force within us, or what she calls the holy effort. So welcome, Ulis. Thank you. That was a long, long introduction. I was like, yeah, That's is that you, me? Yeah. You, you are worth it. I'm quite sure. So tell us, what does this mean? Holy frick and sacred water, the secret connection to everything. What does that mean? It is a book with um, that is that is divinely channeled. It's a book with alternative truth for what is being presented at these times that we live upon today. Because as a yogi, I come from the yogi perspective, we are living in very exciting times, which is all about raising consciousness, coming to a higher vibration. So this book aids us in the process of sort of wake up. It's like a wake up call. Aha. And what are we waking up to? Again, from my perspective, from the yogic perspective, for thousands of years, we have been sort of dominated and manipulated and 
controlled from from church, from religious, from men in power, from being who we are at the soul level. We are having so many programs like sort of virus running at the hard, hard desk, so to speak, like if we are computers. So we have been so programmed. So many of us have lost connection to ourselves, to our heart, to our souls, to who we are at the soul level. And we are running, you know, around in, in matrix thinking that, you know, this is the way we should live. But as we know from the movies Matrix from the 90s, Matrix is just an illusion. And that's life that we have lived for, for hundreds and thousands of years here in the Western countries. This awakening that we are in the midst of is about raising consciousness. Like if the timeline is here and we are here, we need to raise the consciousness to, to other timelines, to a higher frequency, because everything, as we know, is energy, right? Yes. Every thought is energy. Every word is energy. Everything that I think, everything that I am, everything that I do is energy. And everything that I do from my energy is like my energetic frequency or my energetic signature. In these times that we are in, we have been living in very low vibration, low consciousness in the feminine and in the masculine essences, which have allowed us to be controlled and to be manipulated and to be in matrix. So we have to wake up from the slumber and to realize that we are divine creators in ourselves and we can create magic. That's my favorite word, right? Is it's all about the magic, the breathe, love and magic podcast. What will the magic look like? Like what will be different when we aren't under the influence of the matrix from your perspective? From my perspective, I uh, just have to be very clear that everything that I want to see and everything that I want to contribute with, it all starts within me. So I need to transform my unconsciousness, which, you know, we are governed most of us by 95% of unconscious or subconscious programs, minds, beliefs, et cetera, et cetera. So this means that we have five, only 5% of consciousness, wow. right? Yeah. And when we have 5% of consciousness and we run around and we think that we are highly educated, we are, you know, intelligent, but we are only using 5% of the consciousness from source, from God, from universe, from existence. So these programs that we are having, they keep us suppressed. They keep us in this low frequency. And I, I mentioned in this book, uh, Holy F and Sacred Water, the Secret Connections to Everything, that we, for many, many hundreds of years, have been in these lower, like, essences in the energy, energetically speaking, speaking, like the feminine and the masculine. And we all have it. It's yin and yang. So we all have it regardless of gender or regardless of the sure. body that I'm in. Sure. Uh, but we have been living in the unconscious energies of the feminine and the unconscious energies of the masculine. And from here, we have not been in our hearts. We are not connected. We are disaligned and okay. disconnected. It's time for us to raise the vibration. And we do that by increase, you know, to work with my own inner shadows, my own wounds, my own traumas, everything that I have not dealt with is still stored within me and my body. And most people don't know about this because many people only live up in their headspace, right? Right, right. 
very mental, mental spirituality, mental enlightened, mental sort of connected, you know, being uh, visionaries, but from a mental, from a headspace point of view. If you come from this space, it's not grounded. It's not going to take you anywhere because this is where we've been. We need to, to descend into our bodies, into our heart, where we can transform all room, all accumulated emotions that we have never expressed, all the 95% of unconsciousness that resides within ourselves. So how do you do that, get into your heart? Can you give us some insight about that? Yes, for sure. Well, I'm sorry to say, but there's no like quick fixes or quick Of course. <laughs> People like to know if there's a quick fix. So it's actually, it's inside a job like my life and my happiness and the choices that I make is an inside a job, right? And then you can grab somebody by the hand or take somebody's guidance to come into you. But for one instance, just to say you're breathing, your breaths. Most people are breathing very, very shallow, have a very constricted way of breathing in their everyday life. And then they go to a yoga class like once or twice a week. And then they maybe, maybe be practicing some breathing exercises. But the breathing, the breath in Swedish, the word for is andetag, which literally means to connect with the spirit. Ah. Because if you are not breathing properly, then you are not connected to spirit. You're not connected to yourself. You're not connected to your inner realms, your inner landscapes, your inner sort of traumas. And these energies that we are too much up in the headspace, it has been a strategy, like almost uh, a survival strategy for many of us who, who have a lot of pain emotionally, physically, mentally, or spiritually. So when we move up into the headspace, it's like a survival strategy for not feeling that we are sort of numbing ourselves just by being in our thoughts, solving problems, thinking logically and rationally. And this leaves us drained from, from our body and we are not connected to our heart. So by practicing conscious breaths, that's one way to descend into the feminine essence, into to the heart. And in the heart, that's also where the mature, the conscious feminine and the conscious masculine sort of merge. Okay. So breathing exercises probably help make you present, yes. right? And when you are present, you allow things that has been suppressed to surface up to the surface. It's like, it's like a quiet sea, right? Or a quiet lake. And then you just start to stir in this lake and from the bottom sort of mud raises up, maybe old leaves, you know, things comes to the surface. And it's the same with our minds, with our consciousness, that these 95% of unconsciousness is coming to the surface to be witnessed, to be acknowledged, to be embraced, to be transformed. And from there, you can turn these unconsciousness into a higher state of consciousness. Wow. Okay. What do you think is going on? Like if, I mean, if I were to understand what you're saying, if we're being controlled by the matrix and being suppressed, then that benefits somebody. I don't know. Yes. I'm not sure who, but, and if we are not suppressed, like how far back would you have to go to find human beings not suppressed? I, I really, I really don't know, but yeah, like thousands of years. Yeah, it would have to be really far because, you know, as humans, there's probably always been someone in charge. <laughs> even if you go back to ancient Rome, or even if you went back 4,000 years, there was still 
politics and war and armies and must be before that then even. Yeah, I mean, this is also the programs that we are so accustomed to. So we don't even know that they're programs. Did you know, for instance, Ronnie, that the marriage was the church way to to control and to limit female sexuality? Did you know that? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And we are writing about it in this book. We are writing about the Nordic mythologies uh, that were a threat to Christianity and to men in power. So that's why also they forced their beliefs uh, into other people. So but so marriage from the beginning was uh, one way to control women's sexuality and also to control women's power and to to gain sort of, you know, their land or whatever so marriage from the beginning has nothing to do with the love hmm. so are you saying that it, it makes sense that a lot of times men and women partner but you're saying that marriage is a legal bond versus a some other kind of commitment yes and I, and we don't we don't know about it so i mean we are marrying somebody out of love hopefully uh, if it's not arranged but if you go back to see its origin it's, it stems from controlling women's sexuality because women's sexuality was such a big threat to those in power. Hmm. I mean, if you just follow history, witches have been burned at stakes uh, for oh, their yes. knowledge about, you know, inner wisdom, about plant medicine, about wisdom from the earth. Um, right. And if everybody knew this wisdom, then nobody would earn money, right? So, <laughs> I don't know how long this has been going on, but to wake up from the matrix is to, is it the the red pill, to take the red pill and to really dare to see, because it takes a lot of courage to see your own unconscious mm. and your own programs. And just to admit that you have programs is just, you sure. know, the first way to start. Well, let me ask you this. Can you give us an example from your life where you recognize some kind of programming that you broke free from? Oh, yes. I have I have uh, had so many. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so um, many years ago, I was depressed and suicidal and I was just in my headspace and I was always thinking, always planning. I had these illusions on how I should look like, how my body should be, how I should do, I should be the good girl and more perfect because nobody's perfect, right? But the more in the illusion of being perfect I was, the higher my inner demands on myself became. And eventually I was so stuck in my own behaviors. So it was like living 24 seven in a dark dungeon, like, you know, being shackled and not being free at all. So my programs were of being the good girl, being sweet, being good looking, being good in school, having a high education, you know, a certain way. So there's so many things that we have that we can be slaves and controlled under. And today we have so many things that keeps us distracted and are numbing ourselves. And I was numbing myself constantly. I was numbing myself with exercise, with educations, with traveling, with doing, always doing, 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 being busy in body, like in activity or in my Uh mind. And that is one way that is a program that many of us in the Western world have to maintain the unconscious masculine energy. 
that is very much about doing, 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 performing, being effective, being productive, being a problem solver, do, 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 next project, next movement, next activity, right? Yes. And if you see how America is, if you see like how Sweden is, if you're in big money or whatever. So this is like upholding these really low frequencies, low vibration of energy as in the unconscious masculine. So I had those a lot. And then I had many of the unconscious feminine, which was to manipulate and to manipulate myself uh, and the way we can see manipulation is both individually today and also collectively just, you know, take a look what is going on. So this manipulation, this manipulation that, that I did over myself was to uphold the unconscious, one of the energies of the unconscious feminine. And in the beginning of this talk, I said, like, everything is energy, right? Right. Yes. everything is energy so we are talking on energetic levels here we are not talking about something you know like in a physical matter however these energies the low frequency energies of the of the immature the unconscious feminine and the unconscious masculine they do get you know effects while we are in these behaviors and these actions so even though they are not matter in themselves they become matter from the space that they come from. Okay. So if you have freed yourself from some of this unconscious programming, what's changed for you in your life now? Like how is it different for you? Or what do you do differently? That's where you're coming from a place of the heart and more freedom. So what's different is that I'm not depressed. I'm very much alive. I'm very much aligned with who I am at a soul level. I am very vibrant and I have, you know, in myself, I have quite a high vibration. Everything is energy. Then I can also have a higher state of energy on what is going on. So like, I'm not affected. Do, I, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I guess what I'm wondering is, so if you're not doing, you are what? Like if you're not super active, frantic, running around, getting a million things done, what are you exactly in? what are we we are human beings and not human right. doers yeah right so yeah. Uh, i'm very much in the feminine essence which is very subtle and yet very very powerful and i am in my heart space my own personal journey is that i have transformed a lot of my unconscious programs that we talked about i have faced my many fears i have witnessed them I have felt them I have allowed myself to feel all these fears and when I put it's like a torch if I put my intention to really face my fears and to go in there so the light from the torch the light from my consciousness illuminates my wounds my traumas my accumulated stress and unresolved emotions so I have felt everything you know, everything from shame to guilt to fear to worries and just let them move through me like energy in motion. But most of us, we're not used to be in our emotion because we are used just to want to have certain emotions. Like I want just to be happy. I just want to be peaceful. 
but emotions are just energy. They are just different types of consciousness mm. that are right. supposed to move through you. But most of us in Western countries, we are not used to be in sort of the other side of the spectra of emotions, fears, and to you know to acknowledge that that we all have the greed or that we all have you know tendencies of being jealous or that we feel that we are guilty of something or that we are ashamed of something because these emotions we have suppressed unknowingly and unconsciously because they're not welcome in our societies right they're considered to be not good or considered to be ugly or considered to be wrong and they're not they're just different vibrations they're just different consciousness different energies that is supposed to move through so what i've done is that i've taken a lot of energy a lot of you know i have invested a lot of energy into myself time money energy love compassion to, to really see all my accumulated fears and to really transform them into higher state of consciousness into more light because as nelson mandela says it's not the light it's not the darkness who scares us it is the light right mm. So that's why we keep ourselves small, playing small. We keep ourselves distracted with cell phones, with the silicone in our boobs, with the kitchen renovations, with new cell phones, with this, with that. We keep us distracted and we are numbing ourselves and we are being dis disaligned who we are at the soul level. So I have also in my own journey retrieved my soul fragmentations and aligned myself i also do karma clearings soul readings so i have cleared my own karma nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is something well tell me a little bit about the water because you said you know the sacred water and the secret connections of everything so tell me what that's about unifying our inner spark with sacred water Right. So uh, we contain over more than 75% of water. Oh, right? yeah, I've heard. Yeah. yeah. So every cell, you know, every organ, our blood, every fluid in our body is in the water element. Right. Yeah. And this means that we have all these unconscious programs, all these traumas that we have suppressed knowingly or unknowingly these emotions that we have never expressed they have been stored deep into your dna deep into your cell le cellular level and that means that you cannot just only think you know your way out of it you can just not do positive thinking or affirmations that's why it doesn't work because you need to work with the body the body that contains the water with memories from as a yogi also i believe that energy never dies energy never right. dies it just transforms yep. and takes different shapes and forms so sure. if that's so that also means that you have previous lifetimes stored within your body you have all your lineages your ancestors their traumas their unresolved feelings their accumulated stress stored mm -hmm. in in their bodies which is in your body in your cell in your dna so that means that you really if you want to heal yourself you cannot do it on a surface that is very superficial you really have to go inwards and that's why i said that it's it's an inside job so the water is everything because the water is also like an element in itself where spirit thrives and water can be as i'm talking about in my line of work these emotions that we have not expressed they become frozen emotions right so they these emotions that haven't been expressed can become frozen emotions and from there you can get you know sick 
in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. You can be depressed, can get all sorts of physical diseases from not expressing your true emotions. So these, the water is also, and if you look also in, in the universe, you know, there's galaxies that is consistent of ice or just gas. So water have the ability, water is very feminine and have the ability to move through or to remove all kinds of obstacles. Okay. So this isn't like about drinking eight glasses of water. No, this is far deeper, far deeper. (laughs) What you're really talking about is part of a healing process. Yes a healing process that it is each and one of our responsibility to do for myself. Because if I, as I work in this sort of business, I need to do it. You know, it's like when we're on an airplane and they said, you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Sure. So I have to do my own work first. And when I have aligned myself with who I am and when I'm in my heart space, then from here, I can share my experiences like I do here on your pod, for instance, or through my books. But I cannot only do it mentally or just by word. We need to engage the body because the body is the temple, the container for the soul and the container for spirit as the word breath in Swedish means on the talk to connect with the spirit to dive deeper is both you know like a soul quest and also to connect with the spirit Mm. so what would a session with you look like it's different so i do yogic consultations and then it's like a two-hour private settings and then you might connect with me because you have sleeping disorders you might have cancer migraine you might have everything in the outer realms you know like people think of you that you're happy but you're missing out on somebody that you're not or or something that you don't feel whole that you have this inner emptiness that you are trying to fill with all these distractions or you can have physical symptoms mental illnesses or whatever and then in this yogic consultation i let you know what kind of personality type you are like if you are this or that dosha and then in this yoga consultation, I also explain to you why you have pain in your, why you have migraine. I mean, the root cause to why you have migraine or the root cause to why you're being depressed or why you have sleeping disorders or why you have cancer from the yogic perspective. And then I give you tailor-made practices that you are going to do by yourself at home. So that is one of the things that I do right now. And other things that I do is this karma clearance to clear your soul in the Akashic library from all these previous lifetimes that are running these programs that you have, that you are not even aware of that you have. But for instance, people that come to me, they don't feel aligned. Maybe they have a sense of lack. Maybe they end up always in the wrong relationship or always in the wrong kind of job. Maybe they never feel truly happy, right? So these are programs running and they don't even know that it's programs. So in the karma clearings, I go into their Akashic records and I get information from their soul. Their soul reveals a lot of information. And then I give this information as a feedback to the client. Ah, okay. And I have prepared like a karma clearing in the in the client's Akashic records. But as a soul with a free will, it is up to the client to reactivate the karma clearing. Oh, yeah. sure. I know. Yeah. Well, I, I 
that's going into the Akashic Records is close to my heart. That's something that I really enjoy doing too. So I can totally relate to, you know, what you're talking about. And when you do healing at that level, it really is life-changing for sure. It really, really is. And then when you add the component that you do the karma clearing also that you do your soul, you do your soul essence in your everyday life. That's how also you change because the body is like in 3D, three-dimensional, and that has the lowest frequency, the lowest vibration, right? So if you compare it to the soul, the soul is a much higher vibration, yeah. higher yeah. energy. So even though that you do this karma clearings, it is still up to you with your free will to do your soul essence, to do differently in your everyday life. But most people cannot do this without asking for help or guidance because they don't even know that they have these programs, right? Gotcha. Yes, I totally get what you're saying. All right, great. We've been talking for a while and I'm just wondering how can people get in touch with you? So I have English website. It's up and running. It's not so updated, but it's there nevertheless. Uh, It's www.com ulliscarlson.com and that is you double l i s k a r l double s o n.com very good i'll put that in the show notes too so they can just thank see you it and click on it absolutely is there any last thing you want to share with people tips or piece of inspiration that you want to leave us with before you go Yes, thank you. Actually, I do. So we are all souls just having human experiences. And each and one of us are having, you know, we have our path, we have our mission, our purpose here. But if you are disaligned and disconnected, you might not see what your purpose is. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you don't have any, right? Right. Each and one of us are here at this time in this body in this country that we have chosen to come into be reincarnated to do we all have a purpose so it's just about to find who you are at the soul level and then be your essence do your essence by being you by being you nice Hopefully people will look for your book. I found it on Amazon, so it is there. And I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Very inspiring. It's great to know we can get past all of these programs that we don't even know we have to really reconnect with the true essence of ourselves. That's very inspiring. Thank you. And also, like I know my purpose is to be, but also like to be the frequency that I am, my energetic signature and to aid, you know, I'm here to aid us in this ascension process. That is my soul's mission here this lifetime. Wow. How nice is that when you're (laughs) so clear about who you are and what you do? why you're here and how to be with that. That is so awesome. It is great when you can be clear about that. And I'm sure that's why your work is so remarkable. So Ulis, thank you so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for having me, Ronnie. And also thank you for listening. I also want to say that since I was suicidal, there was one sentence when I was listening to Oprah Winfrey that saved my life. And if only one word or one sentence that I say resonates with you who listens, then the circle is closed. So thank you. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to like this episode if you enjoyed it. Write a positive review if you feel inspired. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Oceana Fortuna reminding you to share your love and seek magic every day.